Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to Wilma the Wonder Hens podcast. Today, we're going to continue on our series of summer and poultry care during the summer months. Today's topic is vent gleet. You may hear it as pacing, uh, but technically it is called cloacitis. Uh, this is just basically, uh, I'm going to read you a definition from poultry DVM. Cloacitis, commonly referred to as vent glee, is the inflammation of the chicken's cloaca. It isn't a specific disease, but more of a gastrointestinal condition that can be caused by a number of different reasons, including many types of organisms, whether it be fungi, protozoa, parasite, yeast, and bacteria. Hey y'all, I'm Mel, and you are listening to Wilma the Wonder Hen. Are you a chicken mouth-loving mama or daddy? Together we'll dive into the latest poultry keeping adventures, chat about everyday life, with a generous mix of some hilarious stories. Bringing you fascinating interviews with poultry owners from all over. You'll find tips and basic advice from your local veterinarian, along with new chicken keeping gadgets and reviews. I'm going to see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma has to say about that. We're going to encourage and help you build a stronger, healthier flock. Let's go see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma is up to. Let's go let these heifers out. And if you have had or have currently have a chicken, whether it be a hen or a rooster that is suffering from vent gleet or has had vent gleet, it is pretty nasty and it's definitely in a very uncomfortable situation for them. The cloaca is a three-chamber structure that is located inside of the chicken's vent. Now, to kind of explain it without overly explaining it, you have three chambers. And at the end of this chamber, the vent... Uh, you will have several systems. You have the digestive, the urinary, and the reproductive tract. And inside of this, there is several little valves that open and close depending on if an egg is going to come out, if they are uh, getting ready to poop, or they're going to mix in the poop and the urine. So that opening allows uh, the digestive tract, the urinary tract, and the reproductive tract to all do their thing. And when there is a mix-up or something occurs like stress and the pH balance or level within that uh, chamber, those three chambers, uh, that is when the poop kind of gets backed up and it starts to become very pasty. Now, signs of this could be sudden loss of feather and color, pasting up of the vent feathers, um, soft belly and abdomen that will feel very soft and bloated. Uh, lack of just behavior, lack of foraging, lack of eating, lack of just being a chicken. You may notice a very strong smell coming from their vent area. And as it advances, you may see that your chicken is straining to poop. They can have a reddened, um, swollen vent area. You may even hear your chicken farting. <laughs> it's true. Uh, they may, uh, towards the end, if untreated, get loss of appetite, uh, just looking very, very dull. I know we see on the internet when people say vent gleet and they automatically go to a fungus, which 
I understand, you know, not everyone has a veterinarian that they can just take a sample to, but there are different types of vent gleat. If you're unable to clear this up, I really would suggest taking a sample to your veterinarian, even if it's not a chicken veterinarian, maybe they could pinpoint if it's bacterial, you know, if it's fungus, if it's protozoa, because each of those will need something different in a medication. But general first supportive care, you can bring your chicken inside. Um, you can make an intensive care unit, you know, with easily ac- easy access to food and water, limit their stress. Uh, you can give them a nice little bath and gently get that dried poop off of the chicken's vent because you don't want to leave that on there. That, that poop is going to deteriorate the chicken's skin. And you also don't want to leave it on there. Uh, for fly strike, because we talked about this in our previous episode, you know, poop is a magnet for flies. So you could end up with a totally different um, problem to deal with. You can also take a saline solution wound wash. You can gently rinse out and massage the cloaca area, uh, apply a betadine antiseptic, unless it's told differently by a veterinarian. As a disclaimer, like I always tell y'all, I am not a veterinarian. I don't even play one on this podcast. I share information with you that I have researched uh, through scientific research papers, uh, through vet, that's Polly. Polly is uh, very vocal here lately. So take all of these things that I'm telling you and please do your own research on what would work best for your situation because only you know your chicken best. I know when my chicken here had vent cleat, that was several years ago, maybe four or five years ago, uh, we ended up getting a prescription from a veterinarian. She did prescribe Betronidazole. Uh, the brand name is Flagle. This medication uh, is used to treat certain bacterial infections and protozoal, uh, protozoa infections, certain types of parasites. So when you're trying to treat Vinkley at home, I think it's going to be challenging because you have to figure out what are you dealing with. So you're going to have to start with something at home that you can easily get and go from there. Now, a lot of places will tell you that this isn't contagious, um, that it can't be transmitted from hand to hand or hand to rooster. My veterinarian uh, told me to separate her, which I did anyways, uh, but to keep from spreading to my rooster and then my rooster spreading it to my hens because it is such a close contact when they do mate. A fun fact, did you know the word cloaca can translate into cesspool or sewer, which kind of makes sense, but (laughs) just thought you ought to know that. And from what I understand through my veterinarian and through reading The way stress works is that stress can weaken the tone and function of the cloaca. So this allows the poop in the urine. Now, remember, we talked about it has three chambers, right? It has for the reproductive, for the urine, and for the poop. So when it stresses the cloaca, the poop in the urine can start to mix. And this can prevent recycling of the water back into their uh, digestive system. And this can throw off their pH levels. Those valves within their uh, chamber that goes into the cloaca and then out of their booty hole, uh, this is where that delicate balance gets off 
And this is where we kind of need to figure out exactly what is causing it. It can be an infected cloaca. Uh, Like I said, it could also be some type of parasite going on. So getting a fecal sample is definitely a plus uh, for those that have tried the treatment at home and it's still not working. And the most important part is that if it is bacterial, you know, this is something that you're going to have to treat with antibiotics. So it's so important to kind of really be able to narrow it down. But if you're out here in the world and you're trying to do the best you can, uh, chicken mamas and chicken daddies are a lot of times we are left to our own devices, our own research, our own just trying to figure things out. So the most common uh, solution that I saw uh, online was once you give them a bath, once you get that their butt cleaned up, once you spray it down with some vet spray, um, maybe trim up some feathers if necessary, is you're going to treat it with monostat cream. Now, this can be a result of sauerkraut too. So that's something else to look at. If your chicken has sauerkraut and vinglete, there's something going on. That needs to be taken care of, both ends. And obviously, if your bird has sauerkraut, you're going to do extra steps to take care of that. Most people can find Monistat or the generic for Monistat cream and suppositories at their local drugstore, Walmart, whatever big box store you find. You're usually going to be able to find that. You can find the generic. Uh, I believe they're all the same. I check the ingredients, make sure there's nothing extra added in there. The typical treatment that I uh, found was five days. Obviously, if there's no improvement in five days, really seek out a veterinarian. If you can't seek out a veterinarian, then I would give it a few more days uh, to see if there's any improvement. Now, you can use the cream and you can also use the suppositories. The suppositories would be cut up into thirds. You can give this uh, through a suppository. You can also give this as a cream that you rub on the outside and the inside. You can give the suppositories as a oral treatment. Clarification on the cream. The cream you want is for internal. You don't want the external itch cream. You want the internal. Okay, so make sure you check that. Now, do I know if any of these applications work? I have no idea. We treated it uh, with the veterinarian, luckily grateful. I know I'm very grateful for that. I, I do not know if the monostat is helpful, uh, specifically if it's a bacterial type thing and you're going to need antibiotics. So this is treat at your own risk. Now, vinglete, if left untreated, is pretty severe. It can lead to death because you're blocking up that digestive system, uh, the hen towards the end or the rooster towards the end. You know, they're not eating, they're not drinking, and their quality of life is really not any good. So, I mean, we have to do what we have to do and try and figure out these remedies. And that's what we're here for, kind of figuring these things out as we go. I did find some research about chronic vinglete. You know, this is something that, can just happen. That doesn't mean that you're a bad mom or chicken mom or chicken dad. Uh, this type of thing can happen. Uh, but chronic vent gleat, it could be genetically something wrong with the the bird, or it could be a environmental thing where they are the birds are under stress, you know, constantly, maybe small spaces, lack of food, uh, fighting for water. You know, 
those types of things can cause a constant stress on the bird system and wear down their immune system. Now, it could be other things that are going on, moldy food, uh, maybe sauerkraut that's come back off and on. Uh, the chronic vent gleat, it more than likely would need uh, antibiotics, definitely more testing to see what is inside of the digestive tract, what is going on. So our takeaways, you want to keep an eye on your bird's vent. That includes roosters and hens. Uh, try and provide as much space as possible. Keep an eye on that poop. Keep an eye on any out for any stinky poop, any smelly poop, poop that's like building up on the back of their vent. It's very dangerous, even not just part of the vent cleat, but for potentially fly strike, uh, for hygiene. It's just not good. So you want to keep those feathers clean. You can do this through bathing. You can do this through trimming of the um, vent feathers. You just want to make sure you please do not cut a pen feather. If your chickens are molting and you're not sure what a pen feather looks like and this is kind of new to you, you can just go online, type in uh, molting pen feathers, and you can get an idea visually of what you're looking for and what you want to stay away from. Uh, molting chickens should not be handled too much anyways, but of course, if it's got a dirty bum, we got to do what we got to do. Just do it in the right way. I have read that you can also give yogurt, a little bit of yogurt. You can add apple cider vinegar. You can add probiotics to the water. For us, the veterinarian just uh, recommended a probiotic, uh, not yogurt, not apple cider vinegar. It, she actually gave us little packets of probiotics to add to her water, and it did help, and she was uh, cured. It took about two and a half weeks, and at that time, her feathers on her vent had, you know, just fallen out. Her skin was really red and irritated. Uh, you wouldn't uh, know it if you had saw her maybe a month and a half later. Uh, she has passed on now. She was one of my older girls that I got. Uh, when I first started chicken keeping, she was one of my already grown hens. And I don't know if the stress of, you know, me taking her in caused it or whatever, but she was the only one in my group that got it. Uh, but she did really good on the treatment and she just passed from old age. But please don't feel bad if your hen or your little roo has, you know, had a, a problem with vent cleat. These are all things that we uh, deal with and we need to talk about and not be embarrassed. You know, they are wild. <laughs> they're wild domesticated animals. And I say wild because chickens are just, they're looking for a death sentence every day. They're jumping off stuff, drinking out of stuff, picking up stuff. You know, they're just wild and free. So don't feel bad, you know, when your chicken does get an illness or something. I mean, we, we we can do the best we can with making sure we're giving them a standard of care. But sometimes things just happen and there's not really much we can do about it. We can give it our all and that's all we can do. I'm here to encourage you to be your cheerleader, to let you know that you can do it, that even when it seems hard and it seems confusing and you feel helpless, uh, I have been there and I think we all have been there and we can just tell you that it's going to be okay. Uh, just reach out to someone that may have more knowledge than you, more experience, but I also want you to be a researcher. I want you to be your own researcher. 
I want you to be able to have the confidence to check on what people are saying. You know, is that true? What does that, because there's a lot of information out there that you need to sift through. Lots of misinformation is just being thrown out there without really any articles of authenticity to back it up, research and data analysis and meta-analysis and peer reviews. These are things that you're looking for um, to back up what someone is telling you online. Because I'm going to be the first one to tell you, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Chickens are fun, they're entertaining, and they are a wonderful addition to any family's backyard, whether you raise them as pets, you raise them for food and sustenance for your family. Chickens are not that easy. They are complicated. Their systems are really, really complicated, and they are tough to a point. And then at the same time, their respiratory system and their reproductive system it is very delicate. I am going to dedicate this uh, to my buddy, Bo. Uh, I added this on to the end here because I had already recorded this, uh, but Bo had passed away. We, it, we had an episode on heat stroke and how to keep your chickens cool. That's part of our summer series. And, well, that's what happened to Bo. Bo suffered a heat stroke. Uh, you can... Go listen to a video I made about his, uh, what had happened to him. It's on our Instagram page. We just never know. We do all the things that we think we are doing right. All the things that people tell us, all the things I even preached about doing right. And it still wasn't, it wasn't enough to save him. It did break my heart, and I just want to thank everyone for their sweet comments and messages and kindness. Uh, I know most of our listeners have probably experienced a loss or two, you know, just end of life. And uh, Bo was taken way too young. He wasn't even a year old yet. And it just really, it hurt. It hurt because I couldn't do anything to change it. I took him to the veterinarian. We did everything we could, and I just couldn't save him. I had our veterinarian uh, euthanize him for me, and I brought him home, and I buried him under a big, big oak tree that is on the back of our property next to our barn. Well, that's it, y'all. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for always being supportive. We appreciate you more than we could ever say. And if you found any value in this, we appreciate it. If you would share this with a friend, leave us a review, uh, and just let us know your experience with Vent Gleet. You can email us at winwithawonderhand.com. You can send me a direct message on Instagram. And you can also find information over on our blog at blog.winwithawonderhand.com. And until next time, always remember, education fuels compassion. The more we know, the better we can take care of our feathered friends. I'm Mel, and you are listening to Wilma the Wonder Hen. 